Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to Today's Issues. Uh, Today's Issues is the name of this program on American Family Radio. Tim Wildman here with Fred Jackson and Ray Pritchard. And joining us now in studio is Steve Jordahl. Good morning. How you doing, Brother Steve? I'm well. I'm well. Um, yeah. All right. I got, a, I got a coincidence. It's just going to kind of, it blew my mind. I, I, I Listen to this. Okay. This is something. So we talked yesterday. Uh, we all know that the Braves won the World Series this year. And it's the third time in the history of the franchise that they won the World Series. Coincidentally, and not related in any way, Auburn's starting quarterback this year is a guy named Bo Nix. All right? The last time the Braves won before this uh, was in 1995, and the starting quarterback at Auburn was Pat Nix. Mm-hmm. The first time that they won the uh, World Series, this is back when they were in uh, uh, Milwaukee, 1957, the starting quarterback at, uh, at Auburn was Lloyd Nix. Okay, so just like Bible prophecy or something? What yeah, is I, it's a sign that the, the Jesus is coming soon, I think. Isn't that right, That's right. right. That's right. I think, I, it's in the Bible there somewhere. somewhere are these, are these you have Nixes, to read between the lines. Are they related, Steve? I don't somehow? think so. But uh, same last no, name. No, no, they are. Oh, they are? Yeah. Well, I know that uh, Bo Nix, the current quarterback for Auburn, mm. and Pat Nix? Pat, Pat or Patrick Nix, that's his daddy. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, very cool. I know enough to know. About that now, the other Knicks from the went from what years? 1957. Uh, that would have been uh, if they're related. That's his grand. That's uh, the grandpa. Could be. Yeah. So, but isn't it? Isn't but it? You're saying that. Uh, what, the what, Knicks, what are you saying, Steve? That every time, <laughs> every time the Braves win a World Series, oh, Auburn has a quarterback okay. named Knicks. Wow! So they got to wait. 25 more years, Apparently. 20 more years, perhaps. For another Knicks to become quarterback, then they'll win the World Series. That's the way to work it. Okay. I don't know. I, I'm sorry. I, wonder I, thought who, that I was... wonder who researched that. <laughs> I don't know. Huh? Hey, you know what I just found out? <laughs> like, who knew? Right. Okay. Uh, all right. Breaking this morning, something that happened just uh, right before you guys went on the air. Um, you talked about the vaccine mandate and how the um, – uh, the Biden administration has, is now issuing guidance on making any company that has more than 100 employees vaccinate their kids, or their kids, their employees. Well, the Daily Wire, the conservative uh, news group there, has filed a lawsuit against the federal government over the mandate. And uh, they're being helped by ADF. Alliance Defending Freedom is, is doing that for them. It's filed in the U.S. Sixth Circuit. I think they're going to be lawsuits galore right across this country. We talked about the attorneys general from 24 states, I think it is, uh, that are going to get together and file. Various companies will file, uh, you know, uh, various you know, nonprofit groups will file. Now, I, I just think this is unconstitutional. Mm-hmm. And I hope, I, agree. I hope it'll be ruled by the Supreme Court. Yep. In the next few days, I, if the federal government, the or the president of the United States, 
can force this, then I don't know what he can't force. That and that's uh, and you addressed this earlier. The the precedent that this sets yeah. is so dangerous for this yeah. country. And I want to know where do you stop with this? Because if you Ray, if you if you, you don't follow, stop Tim, you okay. don't. I mean. You fo- follow follow the logic no. here with me, right. and I was talking to a colleague of ours in the hall a few minutes ago, and he, he's, uh, he said, you know, I'm reaching Social Security age. Why do, what happens when uh, the federal government, i.e. Biden and currently the chief C- CEO of the federal government, says, you know what, uh, you're getting Social Security from the uh, federal right. government coffers. Mm-hmm. So, if you want to keep getting that, you need to get a shot. Yep. Or you need to limit yourself to 100 miles a week mm. because we don't want to have our planet burn up. Or uh, we need to, uh, you know, we need to cut it to three children in the name of saving the planet, uh, or else you're not going to get your Social Security check. I mean, well, right? Can, look, look, Tim, you can see him saying. You want to get an FHA loan right. to buy a house? Okay, right. show me your vaccination papers. Yeah, are, you, no. are, are, your, are, your, are your green, your environmentally friendly sure. Uh, sure. Uh, credit card, credit score? Medicare. That's another federal government. Why don't they do that? Yeah. Why, why can't they do that if they can do this is yes. my point. On and on it goes. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I honestly do believe when this reaches the courts – if the if the Supreme Court does not knock this down completely, right, then I I am very concerned about the future of the country. I had I, a uh, I had a uh, go ahead, Ray. No, it was me. Oh, I'm sorry, Steve. That's great. I it, just wanted to mention one other thing related to this, Steve, and you can comment on it. Okay, be glad to. Uh, have y'all heard about this bear and this man, eighty year old man, and? I, I think I did, yeah. Norman, I wanted, I wanted, Norman, Norman the Bear. I wanted Norman to review that story again. No, uh, uh, I was talking to a person who works at a public university in Mississippi, and this is true nationwide. Uh, and they texted me this morning about this the federal government mandate uh, kicks into effect in January, forced vaccination. Mm-hmm. Right. In January, January nine, yeah, uh, January four, four, four. Sorry, fourth. Thank you. So, this individual texted me back and said, "Yes." I said, "Is this for the staff of this university?" And he said, "Yes." And graduate assistants. This is for all. This is his text to me because he's a. Uh, this person is a employee of said university, which won't be said. <laughs> This is for all public universities that receive federal grant money and private universities if they receive federal grants of any kind. If the universities do not comply with mandate, with the mandate, government will cut their grant funds off. So that's the kind of pressure being brought to bear by Biden and the federal government uh, on this issue. Uh, a majority of students now in college have government-backed loans. I wonder if they're next. Why wouldn't they be? I don't know. They, yeah. I mean, that would get a chunk of people there. Yeah. Well, 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 this is all what we're talking about, folks. It, it, you know, 
pro-vaccine or you don't want to get the vaccine. That's not what we're talking about here. That's not a. That's right, an indiv- this isn't about that. No, no, this isn't about that. That's an. You do your own homework, your own research, and consider your what your doctor says, and then make your decision on whether or not you want to get uh, one of the vaccines or what I call the COVID shots. That's fine. That's not. You know, that's not. Thus saith the Lord. Uh, is not applicable here. I think the this. verse is first opinions seven nine. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, what we're talking about is the federal government of the United States being able to compel or force people to uh, get a shot into their bloodstream, or else you lose your livelihood. That's what we're. That's that's what we're. Ta- Do you agree with that or not? Whether you're pro vaccine or you don't want to get it, set that aside and say, Am I in favor? of compelling my fellow Americans to get a shot uh, when this is 99 point, whatever it is, 9% recoverable. And if I do agree with that, that they should be compelled, am I willing to take that precedent and apply it to um, the flu? Mm-hmm. Or what about uh, the other things I mentioned? Uh, a, a carbon footprint mandate? You know, I mean, I'm just saying, this are, these are big issues here. We're talking about freedom and liberty and our way of life and our Constitution. Um, the, the easiest way history shows to get people to give up freedom is to scare them to death. Mm-hmm. Yep. If you can scare people to death, whether it's a legitimate fear or not, they will, we will, as humans, be willing to surrender <laughs> Freedom and liberty in the name of not dying, right. so to speak, or not being, uh, not 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 having to deal with whatever the fear is that we've been told we should be scared of. I tell uh, you, go ahead. Um, f- since early on in this pandemic, I've been wanting to see a, a legal case, and I don't see one coming. I haven't heard of one. If anybody's going to do it, it might be Matt Staver and Liberty Council. But uh, something that the court, a court ruling that puts fences around the emergency powers of ex- chief executives with the state of the president, because this they have been broadly abused during this uh, crisis. And so I'm looking, I, I would hope that at some point, a court would say, okay, this far and no further. You don't have the right well, to listen, close churches. Or Listen, governors do have checks, and uh, they have a, you, you sh- a, a chief executive officer of a state, i.e. a governor, they should have emergency powers. You've got to have emergency well, powers. Well, I'm not saying the, the no, 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 no powers. I, follow me here. Yeah. So, so we're not against emergency powers. Right. You might have a hurricane. You might have a tornado. You might have a other kind of natural disaster or some calamity hit your state where you don't have time to go through the legislature for a law to be passed. The governor has to be able to bring out the National Guard or enact some sort of emergency measures. But all the but governors who do this, they that's time limited. You can't just say I've got emergency powers from now till 2021 or t- whenever this pandemic started. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so state state laws do allow for emergency powers to be uh, executed, but they they have to be uh, they have to be accountable to the legislature sooner or later for continuing in such a manner. Now with the with the president, uh, I'm not, I'm not sure. 
about that. Well, he's got to face the voters. Um, yeah, but that's four years. Yeah, it is four years. Yeah, I just don't see – someone needs to put fences that's around. That's why we're going to find yeah. – yeah. we're going to find out when these uh, states uh, join together, the red states, to file a lawsuit against this mandate. Yeah. Uh, so – The mandate that Biden has uh, issued. All Go right. Ahead. Um, well, let me just do this real quick. Um, San Francisco is the latest uh, city that's going to uh, start pressuring parents to vaccinate their kids. Uh, already, you have to have a vaccine passport to get into restaurants and concerts and venues like this. I want you to hear um, this uh, from the San Francisco, one of their their board of, uh, of, of, of um, what's it called, the board of county commission, the commissioner. I don't know what that's called. Um, but I want you to hear what the, she said. Listen to Cut 10. There is a related question which people have asked me, which is what about the local San Francisco health orders that require vaccination to go into a restaurant or to go to a Warriors game? When is that going to apply to children 5 to 11? We definitely want to wait and make sure that children have an, uh, an opportunity to get vaccinated. So that will happen no sooner than um, about eight weeks after the vaccine is available to kids. So there will be a limited time in which there will not be those requirements is our plan. But then at some point, five to 11 year olds will also have to show proof of vaccination to access some of those same settings. Who's that talking there? That's a doctor that's uh, addressing the, um, I don't know if I put that in my sheet here. Um, it's, uh, it's not the mayor. Their health officer, Dr. Susan Phillip. Mayor, the health officer for the city of San, San Francisco? San Francisco, yeah. So you're telling me, she's telling us, that in San Francisco, coming up in the next eight weeks, five-year-olds are going to have to show their vaccination papers or they yep. can't get in public places. Yep. Including schools. <laughs> Including schools? Yes. Um, well, listen, listen. If you, if you, By this point, if you choose to live in, in San Francisco, then... I don't know what, what, how to fill in that blank right there, uh, but uh, it's getting it's getting to the point. You know, this, this is predictable for San Francisco. Yeah. You it, know, I, I think it's kind of interesting to note also this announcement we've been talking about this morning that came out from OSHA, the Biden administration. Yeah. F- within forty eight hours of the elections, where Democrats were trounced in Virginia, and uh, a very close race in New Jersey. This tells me they are doubling down on their agenda. They are not backing away uh, from their. I think they could split up. They could. They could. Like uh, the the Mansion Carvel Clinton wing. Yeah. Could split. Cinema. Uh, they could split off from the uh, AOC uh, squad. Squad. Yeah. Uh, Bernie Sanders wing. I mean, this is a this is this could lead to a divorce. This is a moment when those so-called moderates in the Democratic Party, uh, you better turn into Joe Manchin and show your cards, or the American people are going to turn against you too. Because we've got uh, now it's less than twelve months away. Next year's well, election, it's going to be an interesting civil war to observe, Ray, because the passion the the zealots, if you will, are all on the far left. Sure. They're not going to compromise. Why would Bernie Sanders compromise? No. And, his, and, 
AOC and the squad, they're not going to compromise. They are morally certain that they have the high ground here. So they're not going to compromise right. with the, the Carvel wing. They're just not going to they, They'll do probably it. just as soon, you know, split up as to uh, compromise with Carvel. And- There's not a deal to be made here, I don't think, between the far left and the left right. of the Democrat Party. So the only thing that could happen is the Carvel wing, the Clinton wing, uh, the Joe Manchin they should decide to leave. I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, really, it, it's unsurprising to me that the White House is doubling down 48 hours after this debacle. Maybe they know their time is short. Maybe they're thinking we got to do it now before the, the, the 2022 midterm elections. What's going to happen then? So you make your move while you can. And one other thing, Tim, about San Francisco, just a reminder to all of us, what starts in San Francisco doesn't stay there. It comes to Kansas City, right? It comes to Memphis. It comes to Atlanta. It comes to cities big and small across America, which is why we ought to be paying attention to what they're doing out there. Yeah, maybe they are. Maybe they're getting to it faster, but what happens there doesn't just stay there. Steve. You, t- you talk about the, uh, the extremists. I don't of- receive that, by the way, Ray. What? Well, you just prophesied. I don't receive. Uh, I don't. No. Re- I don't receive the uh, virus. <laughs> you don't receive. That. I don't you receive don't. the San Francisco virus spreading across America. I'm just gonna. Uh, I don't know what you do to vampires, but I just did it. To you. <laughs> I just did it to me. No, you know. no. Your point is well taken. Right. Uh, if you look at cultural uh, right. trends, a lot of times what starts in California spreads all over the country. You are correct about that. I just don't want to see that happen. Go ahead. Uh, neither do I. I hope yeah. you're right, Tim. Yeah. It has spread to this woman. I have a, I found this uh, video. This is a woman in some, I don't know where she is, but she's holding a, a baby, about one years old, and uh, she has a message about the vaccinations and her children. Listen to Cut 11. So finally some good news. Uh, kids can get the vaccine five and up starting next week. And uh, as soon as these guys can get it too, all bets are off. You anti-vaxxers, all bets are off. If I can spread it, like, annoyingly after that, um, I'm going to sneeze on you. A lot of you. Because we're all done. We're all done with you. No no more kind of liberal here. Done. Some of your kids will die. But I hope they don't. Maybe they'll just take your kids from you. That'd be good. Good night. Who's that? It's some woman that's uh, completely sold out to to the vaccine. She's angry at anti-vax people, saying she's as soon as her kids are vaccinated, she's going to sneeze on as many of yeah. those who are. She's a sick woman, huh? Yeah, e- that's evil right there. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that's not a political statement. That's a religious statement. <laughs> I mean, this. If you go to that extreme, uh, you're in a cult. Yeah. 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 Steve, um, a lot of people have been wondering, uh, analyzing what happened in Virginia and whether or not um, the left's fixation with Donald Trump had anything to do with the loss. Um, Peter Ducey was at a, um, <clears throat> a Biden press conference and was able to ask the president uh, about this. And so I want you to hear cut nine. Okay, and then just a follow up because you mentioned Trump a couple times. When you went to try to help Terry McAuliffe in, uh, a couple weeks ago before you left, you mentioned Trump 24 times. Do you still think that voters really want to hear you talking about Trump more than the issues affecting them every day? 
Well, the reason I mentioned Trump, if I didn't count the times, is because the issues he supports are affecting their lives every day and they're a negative impact on their lives. Then he walked off. Yeah, walked off. That was it. He had taken other questions before that, but that was Peter. What's he talking about? Um. Well, he's saying that uh, the, the the ghost of Donald Trump hmm. remains in, in America, and so the reason that he's mentioning that wasn't even the well. Okay, go ahead. The reason he's mentioning Donald Trump during the campaign, well, he wanted to link um, the the winner. Why didn't he just say that? Well, he wanted to link him to Donald Trump because because um, he wasn't the what's the guy's name? The one um, Yunkin. Yunkin. Yunkin uh, wasn't publicly associating himself with Trump that much. He kind of held Trump at a distance, but, but that, 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 isn't, their... that isn't what uh, Biden said right there. He said that Trump's policies are are affecting uh, you every day. Are he- yeah, affecting. And so that's why he was mentioning. Yeah, well, uh, let's, he didn't mention his policies on. Let's review Trump's policy. Yeah, energy independence. <laughs> so according no. to Biden, that's a bad thing. Uh, it isn't his policies. Reading by Bi- the reason Biden went to Virginia and tried to uh, use Trump's name. 24 times against Yunkin was to try to uh, stir up, gin up the uh, anti-vote, tr- anti-Trump vote from the presidential election last year uh, to aid McAuliffe. Yeah. That's what he was trying to do. He wasn't talking about any policies. That was a bunch of garbage right there that uh, but Biden, all, Biden it- just spouted. What what Biden it didn't did, work, by the way, it didn't work Yeah, because that wasn't the issue. Trump wasn't an issue in Virginia. It was parents upset about right. what their kids are being taught right. in their schools. Right. It was parents upset. But Biden's never going to admit that. No. But even though it's true and he knows it's true, I think. Because the They're Democrats never are in that. the pocket of the teachers unions. Hey, what he should have said, Biden should have said is, uh, well, uh, people don't like me right now very much, and I I drug down McAuliffe pretty bad in Virginia, and that's one of the main reasons he lost. What's the next question? That that would have been the honest answer. Yeah. Yes. Instead, he says uh, he didn't count the number of times he mentioned Trump. You mean Biden in his speech mentioned tw- in Virginia mentioned in one speech mentioned Trump twenty four times at a, at a campaign speech. That's why I say he was trying to link. So that's why Deucey was saying, so- "Why didn't you talk about what McAuliffe wants to do for people in Virginia instead exactly. of just Trump, 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 exactly. Trump, 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 mm-hmm. January sixth, January sixth, January sixth, January sixth. Vote for McAuliffe. That's what Biden was doing, right? Trying yeah. to, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I always had rap going right there. I yeah, mean, I was, really, I was close. That's pretty good. You know? Uh, okay, uh, next uh, story. Let's just uh, end with this. This Come. is uh, a karma or uh, what goes around comes around or revenge or whatever. There's a teacher, a school teacher in uh, Massachusetts whose name was Matthew Lynch, and he was photographed um, at the Capitol on January 6th. Don't know how. I mean, he didn't have weapons. It was one of those peaceful protesters, and he was forced to resign from his teaching position. Well, he, did, he did not go in the Capitol. I think he did go in the Capitol, but he didn't. He didn't. Uh, you know, he wasn't involved in any of the so supposed violence or anything in there. But he was pictured in there, and so he was let go. Well, he ran for school board in that same district, and he won on Tuesday. So now he's going to be able to set policy. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, good. Oh, good. What was his name? Matthew Lynch. And from Massachusetts? Yep. I like it. Yeah. All right, Ray, thank you. Yeah, thank you, Tim. Fred, appreciate you it. You betcha. Good to be here. Steve? Mike, pleasure.
And Adam uh, ran our controls today. Adam, thank you, Adam Suttis. And who else? Chris was on and Alex and Dan. We thank you for listening. Uh, tomorrow's Friday, so we're going to do some serious learning <laughs> on Trivia Friday. We'll see, uh, we'll see you then. Keep listening to AFR.